welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you today. As a reminder, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. We release two shows a week on Tuesdays and Fridays on YouTube, and you can also listen to them here on the podcast. As a reminder, we now have our Patreon live, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. You get the weekly after show, a lot of fun there. You can watch it or listen to it as a podcast as well. Hope to see you over there, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. If you like the show, consider leaving a five-star review in your favorite podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Spotify helps us out a lot. And for all of our Vegas content, that's posts, podcasts, and videos, head to mtmvegas.com. Thanks for listening. Let's hit it. So, Mark, who says young people shouldn't be on Fremont Street? Did you see this video from Vegas Confessions showing a duck, duck, goose taking place on the street of Fremont? People sitting down, chasing each other. Yeah, something unexpected. At least it's not people like judo chopping security guards or a brawl or gunfire fire or something. Something innocent and pure, uh, which you don't see on Fremont Street anymore. I'm not sure it's a good idea to sit down on the floor yeah, there, gross. though. Uh, there's uh, some gnarly stuff. <laughs> Don't bring a blacklight to Fremont. <laughs> so we are marching towards October 2nd when Dreamscape takes over Rio. And they have launched a new website for the property, although it doesn't have all the information we need, but they do have a FAQ, which explains a lot about what's going to happen on October 2nd. I guess a lot of Caesars Rewards members would be interested in that. What happens to your points? Does anybody still gamble there? I guess they do based on that line we saw last week. Basically, everything is going to stay with Caesars and Caesars Rewards uh, if you earn things there. And then on October 2nd, Rio Rewards is taking over. Some interesting things, they're not going to do a status match, which is unfortunate, but they did say if you have an offer from a competing property to email it to them and they may match it. So if you're dying to get a comp offer at Rio, there's your play. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. I know this is different than most when you're buying a casino and you, you take over their members and everything like that, like we've seen it with the Mirage and stuff like that, but it's not that far off that they're basically buying it back from Caesars to run it, you know, even because they're paying them. Uh, so they're getting that back. So you think they would do something for Caesars members. That's like your built-in loyalty people, the people that have been going to Rio and spending money. Why wouldn't you have a sash match at least for them, uh, even if you don't do it for other casinos? That doesn't make any sense to me. And then all the tier credits, now they're going to be forced to use their points and everything at other Caesars properties, and they're not getting anything from you. So they're going to just go be like, oh, let me go check out this one, even if I've stayed at Rio for 10, 15 years, because I have these points to burn and these comps and stuff. I think it's going to end up costing them a bit. You know, what you give up in free stuff, hopefully you make back over the years in loyalty. So I don't know what they're thinking there. It seems strange. What's interesting is that they said anybody who's gambled at Rio in the last few years will have a new Rio Rewards account created automatically, and they may still be eligible for new member promotions, and they may run a new member promotion. So look out for that. But we'll learn more about everything on October 2nd. They're going to release their full website. I'm not sure why they don't just do it now to sort of give everybody uh, more of a taste of it. Another interesting thing is no pets allowed at the new Rio Las Vegas. I know I, the current version does allow pets. Dogs of Vegas. But Dreamscape... <laughs> Yeah, they're getting rid of the dogs. I'm kind of happy about that. No dogs in the casino. I think it's gotten a little out of hand. I don't know why dogs were ever allowed outside of dogs that are helping people with their daily lives that they need them to function. I don't think that anybody should just walk through with a dog. It just seems weird. Too many issues. People are allergic to dogs that are gambling. There's all these things. But I mean, the hotel's a bit different because you they have dog specific rooms and stuff. So I get why a lot of hotels get away from that with the stains and everything else, the extra cleaning. 
all those things. So it's not a surprise to me. The one nice thing I saw on this list was they are going to honor any rooms you already had booked. So if you had a comp through Caesars, it sounds like they're still going to honor that stay, which is which is nice. I didn't think that they would do that when I first started reading it when they weren't doing the match and everything. I was like, oh, great. They're going to tell people that have comp Caesars rooms. You know what? We don't want that. You need to rebook it type of thing. And apparently their whole uh, host staff is being turned over. So the hosts that work there now work for Caesars. So it'll be a whole new staff. So we'll keep an eye on this as they do it. But for those of us who loved Rio back in the day and have hoped that it could potentially become something again, uh, the new era starts next week, which is great news. Caesars has run that place into the ground. And I don't think there's anybody, even the biggest Caesars fan, who would disagree with that statement. Yeah, hopefully they come out with like 10 people working the front desks or do an app that you can check in something. I hope you can't have that line show up on Twitter again. Once you take it over, you have to overstaff that thing and make sure it looks smooth even if it won't be just because people are going to be looking for it so let's talk about fountain blue really quick we don't have any new news or venues to share fountain blue but But the website launched and we talked about that but there is a video on the website with and i didn't hear it the first time that i went to the website but it has this fountain blue song that they uh made and i can't play it here i don't want to get copyrighted but yeah it says fountain blue like eight thousand times so if you ever doubted what the name is and how it's pronounced you now know just go sing the fountain blue song no sean you're wrong the people that wrote this video are wrong the website people are wrong it's fontaine blau That no, I just think it's funny because <laughs> we've been uh, we've been saying this for forever and fighting with people. So all the haters out there, you've been wrong. It's just kind of funny. I mean, the video is so cheesy and over the top and terrible. I watched it just to get to that part. It's towards the middle or end when they start saying it, but it is like one of the worst promo videos I've seen in a long time. <laughs> It's all about the lifestyle, though. I'll tell you, that song is maybe corny as it is, got in my head, and I was singing it all day. Uh, so if you want to be uh, singing Fountain Blue all day, then check that out. Just go to their website, fountainbluelasvegas.com, and it's right there on the homepage. So some quick updates on Formula One. Uh, another thing destroyed, Mark, and I'm kind of wondering, is this a good thing or a bad thing? But the boardwalk outside of Treasure Island, it's been torn up. We saw video on X or Twitter, and this is 30 years old, and my hope is that they rebuild it in some way, like it probably just needed to be replaced. The other interesting thing is because the sidewalk is closed and where the lights are installed on that lower sidewalk, they're forcing pedestrians out into the street, into the strip, Las oh, Vegas Boulevard. They have a couple cones up, but that is a bad bad idea yeah especially late at night when people are not the best of walkers and are stumbling a bit like the cone doesn't stop you from falling into the street like if you miss the cone you're going right through air into the car and maybe the wood need to be replaced or whatever they're going to put something in there that they don't have to replace every year so it's not like they're going to put grandstands in then put wood in rip it up put grant you know they're not going to go back and forth on the fortunate side circa is running a whole promotion for formula one of course they have their crazy packages we've talked about But they're doing a free viewing party for the race at Stadium Swim starting at 10 p.m. on race night. I guess you can get in earlier for the $25 general admission if you want to get a seat or whatever. But at 10 p.m., it's free. Get in there. Watch the race. Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, I mean, am I crazy that I think that this is a better way to watch the race than sitting in the stands? I mean, I've never been to an F1 race, but I feel like... You're just, and it's not like a you know NASCAR race where they're going in a circle and you can see the whole thing from the stands. Like you're just seeing bits and pieces, and then there's buildings and everything in the way. So you see them come through for a couple seconds on your ter- on your curve. And I know that there's a lot of cars, so you'll be you know seeing different cars all the time. But you're not actually witnessing like the full race. So I think that this is actually cooler. You're with a group of pe- uh, group of people having drinks, having a good time, 
you know, watching it better atmosphere, I almost feel like. So I I feel like this is the way to go. And I definitely would get a seat if you want to do it, get a seat during the day, pay that fee and get in there and lock it down uh, before it gets crazy at night. And one last thing, uh, the guy from hottervegas.com, I guess he's been tracking all the room prices and he sent it to me and he showed us a graph of exactly how the room prices have fallen for the Formula One race weekend over the last few months. And not surprising, the more luxurious hotels are holding up much better than the uh, lower tier hotels like Circus Circus has the biggest drop, but a lot of properties, even Venetian has a pretty significant drop in price and clearly the rates are falling and continuing to fall. Yeah, because I think that you know, if you're not going to the race, you don't really want to be there that weekend with how hard it's going to be to get around and how hard it is to get around right now. It's just going to get worse. So I think a lot of people, even that like maybe we're considering going just to be in the atmosphere of the moment are are reconsidering that so i think they're going to continue to drop what's interesting with those hotel prices i noticed that like flamingo harrah's planet hollywood all of them have dropped significantly so those are all hotels right on the course Uh, so it's not even just the ones like circus circus or sahara or strat that are way up north Uh, it's the other ones as well so clearly the people with money are going to stay at Wynn and bellagio and the super high-end places and those prices have held up a lot better but you're right just the other people who weren't going to go to the race Why would you come to Las Vegas? You know, I think the message is out. As a reminder, our Patreon is now live, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. We do a weekly after show on Fridays and it's released there in both audio and video form. Check it out, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. So there's another one of these robbery stories where a guy gets robbed of significant amount of money and uh, he basically brings women up to his room at 4 a.m. after playing blackjack. I think also a Rolex was stolen, which seems to always be the case in these types of stories. And uh, yeah, when will people learn? Uh, I, I feel bad for the guy, but you know, it seems like he was quite out of it at 4 a.m. when he went back to his room. I mean, isn't that the only way you can win 120 grand at blackjack is if you're doing stupid stuff while you're drunk? I don't know. <laughs> but I, I mean, you always have to question that. Was that really the, the case? Like, was he that out of it? Or was he, you know, trying to partake in the ladies of the night? Who knows? But I feel like the casinos need to kind of step in here a bit. And if you see somebody winning a lot and it's late at night and you can, I mean, the the pit boss, the the dealer, everybody knows if he's that drunk and he's got 120 grand cash. Why wouldn't you bring a security guard over or somebody to escort him to his room? Something along those lines. I think there should be a a set thing. Like once you get above $50,000, whatever it be, maybe like, hey, we'll write a check and hold it for you for the morning. Something like that. At least offer it. Maybe they did. Uh, But I feel like there should be something in place. Uh, because this happens so often. What was really interesting about this story, and of course all the events are alleged, uh, as we always say, but they track these people through surveillance, not only in the casino, but to other casinos in the parking lots. That's how they found license plate numbers. They tracked them, I think, across to Treasure Island and Mirage parking lots. Uh, so it's uh, insane uh, the level of detail they went through. But like I said, it's a lot of money. And yeah, don't bring anybody strange back to your hotel room uh, in how Las much, Vegas. Or- how much does that scare you about big brother that they can follow you from like eight different casinos and fun <laughs> don't steal anything in vegas it ain't gonna work have you seen this new venue that's coming to neonopolis in downtown las vegas uh, it's called crash and burn and arrow vegas and i'm gonna read from the press release because it's very over the top crash and burn is not your average bar or restaurant it's a destination in itself with many instagrammable opportunities to capture the memorable oh. experiences situated on the third floor with the largest patio overlooking the iconic fremont street guests will be treated to awe-inspiring views of las vegas's dazzling lights and energetic 
Arctic ambiance. It sounds like AI wrote that to me. <laughs> yeah, I w- anytime anybody says Instagrammable places, it's an instant not go for me. I, it's just, oh, I can't stand that. But then they got me back with the, the rooftop bar, outdoor area overlooking Fremont. I bet you'll have some cool views. I mean, that is on the edge. So you probably will get nice views at night down Fremont Street, the experience and everything, it, as long as it's not like somewhat blocked or whatever. But I'm kind of surprised there's still room there. It feels like everything is already filled up. I might check it out. It's probably aimed at the younger folk, not older folks like us. See how we put the er there? Uh, no trigger trigger warning needed. I'd probably check it out just for the rooftop bar area. I have to partake a little bit. And of course, I buried the lead. It has the Aero Vegas, which is the world's first rooftop open air skydiving experience. So it's one of those skydiving simulators on the rooftop. The image looks cool in the concept art, and I think it'll be popular uh, with people down there. Just the way it looks from the outside, it looks, I don't know, it doesn't look great, but... I agree. The location is nice, and I think it would be neat to do the uh, skydiving experience as well. Yeah, skydiving at night would be really cool. I mean, it looks super da- dangerous in the in the art. Like, it doesn't look like there's anything stopping you if you if you lean too far and you just go over the the side, the netting or whatever. There, I'm sure they have it all figured out. But it looks pretty unique, and I mean, the most Vegas thing you can say. But I think at night, I think it'll be really popular. Something really cool to do. I definitely would even stand down there and watch people do it. So it'll be, draw people in for uh, to to watch like that and. I think it's a good fit for that area, uh, for that building. You know, you got Cats Meow. So you have that there. Yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of building it up. It was it was desolate 10, 20 years ago. So it's cool to see the growth there. Yeah, for sure. Just hope there's no big gust of wind as you're in there. As you say, I'm sure there's <laughs> safety precautions there. Yeah, don't, you don't, don't, get... <laughs> don't do it when the trampolines are ending up in uh, light poles that weekend. Just stay away. Yeah. <laughs> So the culinary union voted to authorize their strike. We talked earlier this month that they were having the vote. It happened this week and 95% of their members voted to strike. So how does this work? Well, there's 22 resorts that are currently not under contract. They're working under basically an extension or they were and then they terminated negotiations. That's going to be most of MGM and Caesars properties and then Wynn's properties. But they're also trying to get contracts for a lot of other properties that are coming close to their end or are on extensions as well. So basically the entire city is under uh, sort of siege here with the culinary union. And uh, basically they voted to authorize the vote, but there is no date set. So at any point, the union could decide to strike. And that has to be weighing over the heads of casino owners as we come into Formula One, Super Bowl, everything coming up. Can you imagine if they do it like the week of Formula One? I mean, that would be perfect timing if you're really looking for mass damage as the uh, as the union. I still want to know, like, do they have enough union members and the casinos just aren't hiring them back or not enough of them? That's at least the gist that we've gotten over the last year so that they have the members, they're just not getting. But then there's also these people working two jobs because they're not getting paid enough and, and stuff like that or and not getting the hour. So I'm just curious, like, is this a union thing where they don't have enough members or they're expecting too much? Or is this the casinos being cheap and not hiring enough people? I mean, I'd love to just let's get it fully staffed and, and pay them. You know, they definitely probably don't get paid enough. Let's give them the bump that they need and get these things staffed. You're going to make the money back. You know, people are going to be in there spending more money. We talked about at Resorts World, the the new uh, cheesecake place coming in. The kitchen was always empty. They never had enough waiters, waitresses, but it was the only thing open. It would have been full, but a lot of people walked away, went outside, and went across the street or something because they couldn't get a table. So if you have the people, you will make the money. I don't get it. It's going to be an interesting battle. I know that they're trying to get higher wages, obviously, because cost of living has gone up. For housekeepers, I know the quotas are a big issue and understaffing. Good old Papa Giorgio, who is their negotiator, uh, Papa Ted Giorgio. Papa George. He's been, you know, really pushing for this. And I guess this is 
the next level of amping up the pressure. So hopefully this is what they need to get, you know, everybody to back to the table and get this thing settled so that Las Vegas can be Las Vegas. I mean, we've seen this in the airlines with the pilots and the uh, the flight attendants and everything. It can take years. So I don't even know that this gets done before all the big events. I mean, they lose a, a lot of leverage if they don't put the pressure on before these big events because i mean they kind of have to figure something out you can't bring in all these new people in that time frame and, and get them up to, to speed and have it run smoothly so i hope that it, something gets done in the next couple of weeks but uh, what we've seen in other arenas it doesn't quite happen fingers crossed so let's end on a bizarre note and let's talk aztec in a picture surfaced on twitter yes. which got me inspired i haven't been into this place this is the diviest casino on the las vegas strip i guess some people would argue it's not on the las vegas strip because they say anything north of sahara isn't is it even a casino but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, it has these apartments in the back, which are very interesting, uh, like these long-term apartments, uh, not the best sort of area. But the casino itself, very much an old-school Las Vegas dive casino. Uh, again, it's been a, many years since I've been in there. I'm going to get down there and film it again soon. This view inside just reminded me, like, these places don't exist nearly as much anymore. And then they have all those cool games, like uh, from Vegas Vacation, another Vegas Vacation reference. Pick a number between 1 and 10. Uh, heads or tails. They have $3 beers and the apartments out back are only 600 bucks a month, according to this tweet. So how could you go wrong? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the boarded up apartments out back. No, I've, I've, I I kind of like did a deep dive on this because I had never been in the place or anything. You know, I've been to the Strat, but I didn't pay attention to the CD place next door. And it's crazy how close it is to the entryway. You basically could just like stumble over. I think they've remodeled some of the apartments and they're actually pretty nice inside and they rented those out, but then they're having issues because people walk inside and they're still like, it's naked city. Like it's not the place you, you want to live. Hopefully they can rehab all those apartments because I think that would be kind of cool. And then maybe somebody will try to do something with that casino because wouldn't it be kind of cool to walk outside and you have the Strat there for dinners or drinks or whatever and... <laughs> You have the Aztec, maybe you don't want that there. We have that right there. I mean, it's just such a bizarre setup and inside looks so yeah, rock I mean, bottom, it's, Sean. That's what we call it's, it. It's, it's a sad place. <laughs> We've been into those types of casinos, right? Uh, that area is seeing a resurgence. Obviously, Strat's building that new golf and the Arts District basically now extends all the way down there. A lot of the old motels down there have been rehabbed into like fancy, bougie apartment buildings, including some right across the street from Strat. So I could see that happening there. And uh, I don't, I just think like Aztec Inn is just this place that has been long forgotten and a lot of people just don't think about it or go into it admittedly i've been to the strata bunch and haven't been in there in years you know not my typical place to hang out but it reminds me of some of like the mermaids and those you know seedier casinos downtown back in the day and then some of the ones you would sort of stumble across on the strip back before they filled in every possible piece of land i just want like how are they paying the taxes and and the energy bill all that stuff it I don't know where the money's coming from. It's kind of crazy. But you just brought rest in peace, mermaids. Man, I miss that place. That was fun. Go grab a drink, a deep fried Oreo or whatever. Get your beads. It was uh, one of a kind. Back in the days when Fremont Street was a little more chill and laid back and fun. And the cocktail servers there were surprisingly good, even though they give you like watered yeah. down, uh, low shelf, uh, terrible alcohol. But they would give you a ton of drinks and they'd be by, you know, every minute or two. I mean, it was insane. So, yeah. And coin slots, everything was coin or for the most part was coin there so good times but aztec in go check it out if you want that old school i don't know sad vegas experience i don't know it's a it's a special place uh in its own way so if you love aztec in strat strat's old school enough for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you love aztec in hit us up in the comments anything else we talked about 
the culinary union vote, the destruction of the boardwalk outside Treasure Island. Hit us up. We'll discuss it there. We do two shows a week, Tuesdays and Fridays, and we'll be back in just a couple days with another show. Check us out on Patreon as well if you're interested. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.